Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Geary Stein and Stevens Show. I'm Dave Stevens, and of course, uh, we're going to end this week with a superstar. But let me bring in my other superstar, my co-host, Troy Geary. Uh, of course, Will is still on assignment, but uh, Troy, how is Minnesota today? It's a little rainy day, but I'm excited for the show. It'll brighten up my day, so... Yeah, we'll brighten up our day. And uh, we have our guest today is a guy that is uh, a football legend as far as a coaching guy. He's been in the NFL, and now he is the head coach of Grambling State. He's taken this team. It's the first year he's been there. I'm really excited to see what he's got going on down there. So uh, Coach Hugh Jackson joining us from uh, just after practice, I understand, as we watch a little bit. So, Coach, thanks for joining us today. And how is it going first year in the program? Oh, it's going um we earned them and right at the, the end of training camp really and it's uh, uh it's uh guys have really really grown i can see from spring to now our team has gotten football staff really excited about the season that we're about to embark on and it, this is your first year and and you know people are are gonna say hey uh you know the history strong history uh but for you right out of the gate you know everybody's gonna try to compare you fairly unfairly to uh, a legend that really, you know, is a, is a household name in, in the world of college football. Anytime you step into the shoes with the great Eddie G. Robinson was the head coach. Um, I was with it. And I understood that when I took the job, I don't run from that. that. I'm excited about, about it. Be back and restore the tradition uh, and everything that he built here would be so uh, coaching so that's that's what we're trying to accomplish and that's what we're going to get done well we appreciate you stopping by today and uh you know give us a little bit of a perspective of how that history was and uh you know and continuing that great tradition some great names that have been a part of uh grambling state throughout the years doug william you know just uh so uh troy uh, kick it off out of the gate Okay, I will have a question from uh, your past here. When you were uh, Cincinnati Bengals wide receivers coach, you had uh, arguably one of the first prolific uh, wide receiver duos in Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, and DJ Husmanzada. Uh, just talk about how much fun it was coaching those uh, during your uh, you know three years as a wide receivers coach. Of course, you had them later on, but uh, can you just talk about how much fun it was for those guys and uh, their development when you were there? It was spectacular. You know, obviously. It was my second opportunity in the National Football League to coach a personality like Chad Ocho Cinco and TJ Hushmanzas, same college from Oregon State, uh, into the National Football League together. T Chad had, so Chad had established who he was, and TJ was trying to get it. We just kind of cleaned the slate, started over, and TJ became a household name because but it was great coaching them great time time in my career and boy what great great young men they are and you know as you've been in this league uh in the nfl and in college you know what do you find now that you're coming back into college that uh might be the biggest difference between college and professional football (laughs) there's a big difference because the big difference today is transfer portal that you have to deal with. Uh, that, that's totally different than when I coached in college. There's these NIL deals that you deal with for the student athletes, for the name, image, and likeness. Um, that's different. Uh, being here, here at Grambling State University, we have 60 
three students where the power five schools have 85. So you have to understand how to, to make those things in order to put the best program out, out there. Uh, speaking of uh, NILs and uh, transfer portals, you uh, Grambling State was one of the forefront for the NIL deals and historic uh, of having every student scholarship athlete get a deal. Um, you also have brought in some great transfers, uh, Maurice Washington from Nebraska, Devin Bush, uh, to name a few. So how excited are you uh, for that part uh, and the NIL deals for these student athletes and uh you know, helping them out that way also. Athletes for men and women. So I think that is special. I think the university the thing to do with it, but the way it's set up, it really benefits our student athletes uh, just to really scale this as they start to move forward. I think that's spectacular. For the student-athletes that we brought in, guys who have transferred in, as you mentioned, Maurice Washington, Devs of others, my goal was to change the culture of the program. And I think, I truly believe that we the got to get people to see things the way you do, or the, you're not, then you have to change people. The best. We've been able, we were able to do, do that, uh, not that the other people here didn't deserve to be here, but as to exactly what we were looking for. So. We've, we're on that march right now. We start action, and now we just got to keep going. Coach, uh, we had Lee Steinberg on last week, and, uh, you know, we, we got to some pretty big core issues. And, again, without getting into, you know, a lot of the nuances, uh, you know, we just discussed the Rooney Rule, and we talked about the opportunities for black coaches and things like that in the NFL. And, and, you know, I'm not a math major and, you know, uh, and, and Troy can probably back me up. I'm not a math major, but uh, if in the last 30 years, let's say it's 65 and I'm just throwing this out there that 65 to 70% of your athletes that are playing college and professional football are African-American. Why are we here 30 years later with the majority of them? coaching like I, I just don't understand what has got to change you have this rule nobody uses it so how's it going to get better considering the african-american athletes are the ones that are playing and they're not getting those coaching opportunities first of all Dave, i just want to thank you personally because advocate for that that why isn't there more minority uh, head coach in the college game or the national football league i know in the national football league i think they're up to 20 like that and it's been a 102 year history of the league so that tells you there's a problem you understand the problem you got to go back to the beginning of where it all started and so not really a part of the national football league when it started i mean they had an injunction but i think it was 40 years after that that there was a minority head coach i mean yeah it just goes so here's a rooney rule that there's saying that they want people to interview, not hire, minority candidates. And I think what people don't understand is that Rooney Rule is not ratified. Uh, National Football League constitutions and bylaws. So if it's not something that's really, really real, then people are not going to really take it very seriously. And I think that's just... It's just, it's... 
it's 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 i think you know something that we discuss we discuss and rapidly need some changes but i'm hoping you know the successes with you and dion and all these guys can let these young guys you're still young you know and i don't understand why that's not transitioning because as we see there are successful african-american coaches at all levels and it's it's got to get better it's got to get better troy what are your thoughts it does yeah, I mean, like I said, we talked to Lee about that, and he we talked about uh, what more can be done. And he said it starts at the college level, you know, and uh, trying to improve and change the rules so it's not just a formality. That's right. And so, Coach, now you get to give these opportunities to athletes and coaches. I mean, w- why is it your job to, to help and to help enrich, you know, these athletes that become coaches when they transition I think it's a great way and really hoping uh, this, the coaches who will come after me also understand the things they need to look for because they deserve an opportunity at the highest. Uh, I've done it twice in the National Football League and now in college. I've been through the sit in those hard meetings and had those, those tough conversations. And I just like for guys who have both to become head coaches to have that chance but there's a lot that go into it and i think one i we need to be prepared and be ready you know and make sure that we're the, the right unity and make sure that we're not um, putting ourselves in situations where we can't have success i think the other side of it i think the owners and i think the athletic directors need to get to particular uh, potential head coaches on a different level so that they can get to know them this coach that coaches at this school or this coach that coaches in this organization because there's just that person that person has to lead that person has to have relationships with people within the organization have relationships with people outside the organization so i just think it's it's, uh, both sides of the fence together and collaborate and align things the right way so my more minority people in 2000, you and your wife, Michelle, started the Hugh Jackson Foundation to combat uh, human trafficking. That's been a global problem, crisis. Um, can you talk about how what made you start that foundation and how can people help with the education and action to change and uh, make that uh, where we don't have to talk about that as much? Well, I've seen it firsthand, you know, you know exactly what has to families, friends, uh, people who are uh, involved in it. Uh, it, it it's really a, a, a delicate humanity, uh, obviously, the situation that pe- people are, are trafficked. It's just sickening just to think of that. But we know it goes business. Uh, it happens everywhere. There's no place that it says, okay, okay it won't happen. At least it can happen around the corner. It can happen down the street. So I think it's so important that you educate people, understand the signs of human trafficking, you know, so, so that we can help combat, you know. So, so I just, it's something that's near and dear to my heart, always, always will be an army in Cleveland. Uh, we help provide a residence for human trafficking, give them a safe place, a place where they can go and hopefully get away from the mainstream and, and to be able to get back to the mainstream in a different way. 
Well, it really is. A, it's a great thing. And I know, you, you know, we talked about the Super Bowl and things like that, what a problem is. So, you know, thank you for continuing to, to champion that cause. It, it really is awesome, Coach. So thank you. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. we got to pay some bills and get some uh, of our sponsors out there. So uh, don't go away because we've got Coach coming up for some uh, surprises for him coming up in the next segment. This is Gary Stein and Stevens that you're watching. Hi again, everybody. Dave Stevens here for Manscaped. And you know, what you see on the outside isn't always what you get down below. And what's the best way to get rid of all this unwanted stuff below the waist? <laughs> By using the complete line of Manscaped products to get rid of all that unwanted, unsightly hair from down below. That's because Manscaped has come out with the Performance Package 4.0. Inside this set, you'll find their Lawnmower Waterproof 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear, Nose, and Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. So, if you want to get rid of this, or you can look like this, thanks to these amazing Manscaped products. And if you check out now and enter the code GSSSHOW, you save 20%. So go to manscaped.com, your boys will thank you, and the significant others in your life will be happy too. Would you like 20% off the world's softest, comfiest, best-fitting men's clothes? Well, Fresh Clean Threads has your back and your front and your sides with everything from tees to tanks, Henleys, polos, pullovers, and hoodies. Get designer quality basics without paying ridiculous designer prices. Everyone deserves to look good and feel great. Confidence shouldn't cost a fortune. Go to FreshCleanThreads.com. Use our code GSSSHOW for 20% off of your order. So if you want to look good in these shirts, just... Just utilize these codes, and uh, we're going to bring in our guests back in, uh, Coach Hugh Jackson. And while I'm I'm uh, plugging uh, all of our sponsors and everything like that, I, I got to bring in a couple of things that I want to uh, you know sponsor for you. See, so we got uh, this amazing uh, tequila product that uh, I yes. have seen, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, and sure. so it's uh, Grand Lane. Leyenda Tequila, tell us a little bit about that and uh, why it's so good and why people should try it. Absolutely, is 100% USDA, you know, so it's made in the Highlands and Jalisco. I think it's the best tequila in the world. And the thing is, it's organic, and people know that, that um, there's not very many in the spirit game. All of them are normally downers, but the tequila family is definitely a has some tremendous benefits, especially for people who deal with diabetes from a medical standpoint, because it's so, so natural and ours, like I say, it's organic. So don't panic. And speaking of uh, if you're going to drink, you got to feel warm. So you're going to need to put on, I would think, uh, some clothing and maybe uh, bear clothing from uh, the apparel line that you've got going out there, bearclothing.org. And again, uh, some great hats. If you look, uh, you see Mike Trout and I wearing your hats oh, and wow. uh, the shirts. And again, all going to charity. But uh, again, why are you doing these kind of things, Coach? I think it's so important to uh, create the right brand for where you are. And I know that I can to help assist our student athletes every dollar that I'm going to get is truly 
Queen's University. I, I think Dave and I hate to say it this way, we're we're not the power or five schools that everybody else does. So I'm gonna do any and everything I can to help our student athletes. Number one, I think they need need to be successful, create the right environments for them, whether it's nutrition, whether it's recovery. I'm trying to do any and everything I can to help these young men have an unbelievable. So in order to do that, it takes dollars. So I'm willing to do any and everything I can to make money right here in this facility so that our players can have the best of the best. Yeah, those Hudat uh, shirts look sharp, so I'll definitely be picking up one. Uh, and uh, a lot of people don't know, know that uh, you uh, were a running backs coach at Arizona State, 92 to 95. You had Jake Plummer and Pat Tillman. Do you have a Pat Tillman story you'd like to share with us? I do. Uh, my greatest came to Arizona State. He made it known that he was only going to be there for four years. He, he was going to play as a freshman, continue to play, and play extremely well. And that, that's exactly what just when you meet him, you can just you just knew his passion and for whatever he was gonna do. So he's gonna be a successful student. He's gonna be a successful football player, husband, father. What he was gonna be good at it, and that's exactly who Pat Tillman was. He was an amazing, dynamic man. To this day, uh, you know they still talk about him. And uh, you know, Coach, uh, I know you were in the NFL, and and people, you know, they, they might look at the record, but again, you got there. You are a coach that has been an NFL head coach, and again, a black African American. Which again, those numbers are still really low. Uh, Dick Vermeil was talking about there's 28 NFL head coaches in the Hall of Fame, but I mean, those numbers for the entire league history of the league. Uh, there's not many. So it's something to be very proud of, something that, uh, you know, I wonder if you look at it with fond memories or do you wish you had do-overs or do you wish that, uh, you know, you get another shot someday? Well, I agree, but I also look at it with, I wish I, I had some do-overs because there were some things that I wish I would have done different, but at the same time, you said it. I mean, I did it, you know, regardless of what the record was. Uh, to have that opportunity, I earned the right to be a two-time coach and as a head coach in college. So uh, I see that as success. There's a lot of people that don't have ladder. So I'm fortunate. I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. And I'm looking forward to whatever else is out there. I'll be willing to, to look at it and take a, a strong peek at it. Troy? Uh, I looked at your schedule this year, and you have a lot of notable games. Uh, first off, September 17th, Dion Jackson State. Uh, and uh, you're going to be a part of your first Bayou Classic this year, November 26th at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Superdome, uh, Battle of the Bands. Uh, if anybody hasn't experienced that, I definitely think they should. Uh, can you just talk about how excited you are for this season, not just uh, you know for you know for those things, but for your team as well? And uh, can you talk about, uh, you know, what kind of team you think you're going to have this year and uh, that sort of thing? I'm really excited about the seasons right around the corner. We open at Arkansas State, uh, which is in, we're being an FCS school. We kind of talked about the scholarship disparity there. Uh, FCS school is going to be the FBS school. So we're going to Arkansas State with a chip on our shoes, and we're looking forward to it. It's like every, every game we play. It's going to be a big game for us. We're going to take them one at everything we can to win each and every game we play. We understand it. 
there's some big ones. You mentioned Jackson. But every game we play here at Gramlin State is so important to us because we are you we, we talked about it earlier. This is where the great Eddie Robinson coach he left a legacy here, that greatest college coach. And what job do I have to get to be among the elite? And I'm excited about it. And I'm excited to see this year. I mean, the college football has completely changed, Coach. And and I wonder what your thoughts are about, you know, suddenly Pac-10s are going to Big 10s and all these teams are moving. And, and, and it's like, is it good for football or are we losing tradition? I mean, what the heck is happening to the college football landscape? It's become many super conferences. You can all see it. You know, as you just mentioned, the California teams that are now going to head out in 12. I mean, that just tells you right there that things have the landscape of college football has changed conferences are starting to be be had because there's so much money in it. I hate to say it that way, but there at the same time we will lose a little tradition because those great games that happen as often as they did. So somehow some way we gotta we want to keep it fun. Right? But at the same time everybody wants to make as much money as they can. And I think we're putting a addition at this particular point in time. Well, speaking of fun, we again appreciate all of our sponsors out there. Of course, Manscaped's uh, support for the uh, GSS show. They've got these amazing grooming products that we've been using that, uh, you know, it's it's really cool that uh, we can talk about these kind of things in our day and age. And, you know, we've got the crop preserver and we've got, oh, I turned it on. It's got the little light. Of course, when you turn it on, you can see all the stuff that you want to get below. But uh, these products are great. And again, if you uh, go to the website, manscaped.com, you get 20% off of your order. And this stuff is great. I've been using it. Troy has been using it. Uh, hopefully our... Uh, significant others appreciate how we smell. So as we wrap up, Coach, uh, appreciate you taking some time today. What are you looking forward the most? Will you have butterflies? Will it be jittery like when you walk out uh, onto that field leading that team for that first time this season? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I'll i be so excited and fired up and on September 3rd against Arkansas State and for the rest of the season. Uh, I do great to be in an environment with young men and watch them grow and get better. I know that you're contributing uh, to them having success. And so that, that feels good. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm telling that, that freaking podium at the end of the year at the celebration bowl, you're going to be right up to you. And I thank you for your support and everything you've done for me. Well, that's awesome. And I think, uh, you know, hopefully the boosters will be there for you. And if there are bumps and burps, because I know the program the last couple of years went 0-4, and, and I think uh, four, four wins last year. But, uh, you know, who are some of the surprises out of the gate that you've seen as far as, is it your quarterback? Is it your defense? Like, if if, you, if, if you're if you building around, what, what are the people going to be looking for uh, this year for your team? I think what they're going to be looking for is our lines. I think the emphasis of our football team and recruiting. Our offensive line, defensive line, that's when we win games first. And then, yeah, we're going to have a good quarterback. Uh, but I think we're going to have tremendous defense. I think we're going to have good offensive play and good special teams play. So I'm excited about our football team, you know, for two weeks uh, as far as training camp is concerned. But we got a long way to go before we play. Sing the dude to get ready for our first game. 
Well, we'll be watching, and hopefully we can check in later in the year and see how you're doing. And I hope that uh, we don't see each other once a year at the Super Bowl, that uh, we can get together before that. But I know you're busy. you got to head out. Uh, you got to look at more films and get more recruits. And you did have a heck of, I think, the best recruiting class in Grambling's history, right, as far as who you got coming in? Yeah. Yeah, good class and a big class. And I think it's a class that's going to really start to turn. Well, un unlike the NFL where you get free agents and things like that, is the transition from high school to college, is it more mental or more physical for these 18-year-olds? I think it's both physical because probably they were the best players at their school. They come here and maybe they or they're not the best player on, on the team. So there is definitely, and then they have to learn a different type, type of play. It is definitely mental and physical, but as soon as a guy finds out, and that's our job is situation, uh, so they can see their value, see their opportunity, and then let them go be who they can. All right, Coach. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for your friendship. Uh, Troy, thank you for joining us today in the middle of your workday. Uh, this is Dave Stevens. We're going to let you go, Coach. Again, thank you for being a part of the Geary Stein and Stevens Show. You can find us on wherever you find podcasts, on Spotify and all those good things. And, of course, we're on all social media, all our websites, and all those good platforms. So for Dave Stevens, for Troy Geary and Coach Hugh Jackson, I'm going to take it out and go have some fun this weekend. We'll see you next week with more guests, more friends, and more people. Take care. Thanks, you.